Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, welcome back. Zazzo, Rams, and Amber here. It is a Thursday morning. We're all excited. Uh, I think a little bit nervous, too. Like, right? We think that Dwayne Wade is going to stick it to us tonight, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're a little bit nervous. That's the concern. Yeah, we're nervous. 8 o'clock tonight, Heat and Bulls. It is on TNT. Of course, I get your coverage started live at the arena at 7 o'clock with the pregame. Casey Johnson, Chicago Tribune. He covers the Bulls. He's covered the Bulls for a long time. Casey, good morning. We appreciate you joining us here. And I guess first off, uh, what has what has it been like so far? It's very early in the season, but what has it been like so far covering Dwayne Wade in his hometown? Uh, I got to say it's been pretty spectacular. Um, the guy obviously um, respects what we do for a living, enjoys the process of the give and take with reporters, is incredibly accessible for a star of his magnitude. I mean, I've been around Dwayne, obviously, in, in group settings over the years and, and had talked to him once or twice uh, with some of his excursions at some of his charitable things in Chicago over the years, but didn't know him well. And uh, I can just say as a B-writer, all you ask for is accessibility and, and honesty, and and uh, he's given us both of those things in spades. And, uh, you know, he's obviously – He's, he's, he's got an impact on an organization, and you can feel that as a, as a writer covering the team. He's, his presence is one of leadership, and, and he's got a, a very strong presence throughout the Bulls organization in, in, in very short order, I might add. And in terms of fan base, how's it been going up there? Because we all know it was kind of force-fed in the beginning, and he didn't exactly have the warmest reception. Well, the fan base is just remembering that the NBA season has started because of the Cubs World Series yeah, run. So yeah. the Bulls have definitely flown under the the radar so far. I, I got to say, it, it 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 still has kind of been muted. Not and I, I said that as a joke with the Cubs thing, but I, and I said this when they when he signed and there was that kind of puzzled reaction. It's it's not directed at Dwayne. It's just the distrust in management that is the re- the reason why there's a somewhat muted reaction to his arrival in Chicago. They definitely obviously appreciate the talent and respect who he is as a person and as a leader, but there's quite a bit of distrust with the current management regime. And last season was such a failure, you know, not to make the playoffs after it being touted as a championship contending team. And so I think fans just are kind of like, you know, uh, wait and see mode as to how this team's going to going to work. If they start winning, I think they'll get on board more, but you know, it's not as it's not as big of a deal in Chicago as you might think it would be. Casey, we've been discussing a lot the last few days about how important this game is tonight. And of course, we know it's very important to Dwayne Wade, but I'm curious to know how important it is to the Bulls organization because it would seem to me since the Heat are having a very down year that this game would sort of just be business as usual or are they treating it as a bigger deal because they know it's such a big deal to Wade? Well, a couple of things about that. What's weird from the Bulls' perspective is they just kind of went through this movie last Friday at home when they played the Knicks and Derrick Rose and Joakim Noah returned. And so that actually, that game was 
kind of the reverse of obviously what's happening tonight. Um, and, uh, you, know, you know, the Bulls lost that game, and Rose and Noah both played very, very well. So that was a little bit of a, you know, gut punch early in the season. Um, but, yes, it is an important game to, to Dwayne, and, you know, the players have had some fun with, with uh, letting us know that he's let them know that. I will say it's a little bit of a downer scheduling-wise in the sense that it's not only the second game, but back-to-back, but it's at the back end of three games and four nights for the Bulls. So that doesn't do Dwayne or or the Bulls many favors. But, look, it's a great early storyline, and the NBA is always filled with storylines. As I mentioned, the Bulls just went through this last week with Rose and Noah. Obviously, Durant has already gone through that uh, with Oklahoma City coming out to Golden State. So, that's what the NBA is all about. It's, it's, it's a great league uh, full of storyline. Casey Johnson, Chicago Tribune, covers the Bulls for a long time now up there. Uh, Heat and Bulls tonight at 8 o'clock. Now, Dwayne said when he signed with Chicago, said, listen, this is Jimmy Butler's team, all right? So I'm here to help out. But I, I got a hard time believing, like you mentioned, I mean, 14 <laughs> years in the league. I, I, feel like, I feel like that team probably looks at Dwayne for answers, right? Well, here, here's – Here's what's why Dwayne is the leader that he is, is because he comes in and says that, but then his impact, obviously, as I mentioned before, is palpable throughout the organization. And in many ways, he's helping Jimmy become a better leader. A big reason why the Bulls crashed and burned last season was Jimmy kind of tried to do a hostile takeover as a leader of a of a divided locker room that had previously followed people like Joe Kimno and Derrick Rose. So. There was a lot of dysfunction in last season's locker room, and Wade has come in and immediately removed all that by saying all the right things and then also just being the professional that he is. Even little subtle things, and this is a small thing, but this says a lot. So in the starting lineup introductions at home, typically you know the best player goes last. Right. Butler goes last. Wade goes first. Um, you know, Wade is announced from Chicago. Um, you know, th- these, are, these are small but impactful things. So, so Dwayne... Is, is still leading and making his impact felt, but also propping up Jimmy in the process. And that, to me, is what true leadership it does. Now, how has the on-court relationship between Wade and Rondo been? Um, you know, it's still – obviously, this whole team is a work in progress. They've got 10 out of 15 new guys. It's crazy. I, I've been, as you mentioned before, I've been doing this a long time. I don't think I've ever covered a team that's had this much turnover. Um you know, Wade's been very good, except for maybe one game that second back-to-back last week in Indy. He only had four points. He's been very good throughout. Rondo's been a little bit more inconsistent. But as far as, like, you know, their past playoff battles and all that stuff, that, that's, that's nothing. It's just there's two competitors that are now on the same side. Um, I, I think Wade and Butler have played very, very well together. But, again, it's a team that's adjusting to a lot of different uh, personnel and a lot of different roles. Um, with this new look uh, roster. Are you warning everyone that Dwayne Wade's three-point shooting will not keep up? <laughs> it's unbelievable. I mean, you just look at the numbers, and they are what they are. I mean, he's a 28% career three-point shooter coming into this season. And, uh, you know, he was a 10 for, 19, 10 for his first 19 to start this season, obviously surpassing his total from last season of seven. Uh, I, I can't believe it's going to keep up, but one thing, you know, one thing he has said about it, and we'll have to see how it plays out, but he said he's he's doing it more in catch-and-shoot fashion than off-the-dribble um, fashion, and he's also said he's worked a lot with his footwork with uh, Coach Fred Hoiberg, who was an excellent three-point shooter in his 10 seasons in the NBA. So we'll see. He's never going to be a volume three-point point shooter. They don't need him to be on this team. 
Um, but you know, if he sets a career high, I think that would be that would be an accomplishment in its own right. Yeah. Finally, here, KC, what do you make of? Uh, obviously, you'll, you'll speak to him later today. What, what have what impression have you gotten from Dwayne when he talks about the Heat? You know, I, I've talked to him about it a lot, and I, he, I think he's been pretty open about it. Um, through, I mean, even dating back to the summer. I mean, I, I think it's clear that everybody was surprised it happened. I think he's surprised that it happened, but he also recognized when he did start feeling the vibes from the Heat organization that, you know, they, they weren't going to make this an easy process, that, that he latched on to the idea of coming home. And I think once he processed the emotional component of leaving, you know, a, not only a franchise, but a community that he had such an impact on, I think he started to embrace the ability to affect change, you know, within the Bulls organization and, and do some work in, in a community that's important to him, obviously, in the sense that it's his hometown. So I think he's been very open and transparent about it. I know he's motivated to beat them. Uh, I know he also he has incredibly strong feelings and respect for many, many members of the organization and the ushers and the fans and and I think it's gonna be a really, really, really fun night. It's gonna be it's gonna be a very emotional evening, but I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Great job, Casey. Thanks a lot for spending time with us. Thank you for having me on. Take care. That's Casey Johnson right there, Chicago Tribune. Why didn't he mention he has a lot of appreciation for the broadcasters? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.